Well, hello and welcome to this English lesson about creativity. I am excited to do this lesson this morning because uh being creative is something that just makes the world a better place. The more creativity we have, the more beautiful the world is and creativity is basically making something new or making something that looks really cool or making something that people haven't seen before. I think all of us have a little bit of an ability to be creative um and everything we do makes the world better. I try to be as creative as possible when I make my English lessons um but certainly creativity is a cool topic for an English lesson and I'm excited to teach you about it. Creativity. So, how would I define creativity? What would I say creativity is? Creativity is when you have new ideas and those ideas lead to you doing new things that are interesting or look beautiful or are artistic or even you can use creativity to solve problems. You know, you could say he has a lot of creativity when it comes to solving problems. So, it's just a way of thinking that helps you have new ideas to think of new ways to do stuff. This person must have a lot of creativity. They had an ice cream cone and they saw a cloud that looked like ice cream and because of their creativity, they decided to put the cone so it looked like the cloud was sitting in it and then take a picture. So, they have a lot of creativity and they've created this beautiful image for us to see. So, once again, what is creativity? It's the ability to think of new things, to have new ideas, to think of new ways to do things um usually that haven't been done before. So, and you would call that person creative. So, when you know someone like this person who is maybe really artistic, who likes to draw and do creative things, we would say the person is creative. They're a very creative person. I wouldn't say I'm a creative person but I try to be creative when I make my English lessons. I try to think of a way, how am I going to make an English lesson video in a creative way so that people enjoy watching it and so that they remember it. So, a person who is create uh has a lot of creativity, we would say they are creative. Of course, to be creative, you need to have a good imagination. Your imagination is your ability to think of things in your mind. It's your ability to um think of something before it exists. So, let's say you were going to do a painting. Before you do a painting, you might in your mind think about what you want it to look like. You would use your imagination. Let's say uh you're going to decorate a room in your house differently. You might close your eyes or you might look around the room and use your imagination to think about what it could look like. You use a lot of different English verb tenses when you use your imagination. This could look different. What could this look like? I should change this room. Um I would change this room but I don't have a lot of money. You use your imagination to think about what something could look like. And we would describe a person who uses their imagination a lot as imaginative. Let me repeat that word. It's a little hard to pronounce. Imaginative. Imagination. Imaginative. I barely say the first vowel, don't I? Imaginative. Um I teach a lot of students who are imaginative. Sometimes we do projects 
and they use their imagination to create something very, very cool. They're very imaginative and they create a lot of imaginative projects. Someone who uses their imagination a lot, someone who has a lot of creativity, we would often use this phrase to describe them. They have a lot of original ideas. When you have an original idea, it means you think of a new way to do something. Um original ideas are very, very cool. If you've ever worked with someone who has a lot of original ideas, um who comes up with original ideas, that's the phrase we would use. Uh he oh, he comes up with a lot of original ideas. Um you could also say unique ideas but original ideas um are just really, really neat. Um a lot of apps that we use are a result of someone having an original idea. Once someone must have thought, what if I made an app just for photographs? That was an original idea and then eventually we had Instagram. So, an original idea is a new unique idea. Uh particularly if someone has a lot of creativity when it comes to painting or sketching or creating sculptures. Someone who is very, very artistic uh in terms of creativity, we would say they're artistic. There, I've just described them using the word I'm teaching you. So, an artist, someone who makes art, we would say is artistic. Um artistic people often have original ideas. Artistic people often are very creative and have a lot of creativity. So, I'm trying to use, I'm trying to weave all the words into the phrases I'm using. So, artistic, um I am not artistic. I will claim that I sometimes have original ideas. I would claim that I am a little bit creative. I think I have a good imagination but I'm not artistic. I can't paint. I can't draw. I can't uh even on the musical side, I'm not a musical person but uh definitely there are enough artists in the world to make the world a beautiful place. So, this phrase is used to describe someone who's good at something and I did cover this in a short Tuesday lesson. When you say someone has a way with something, it means that they're very creative and good at it. Jen has a way with flowers when she's arranging bouquets. She's very creative when she arranges flowers. Um you could say someone has a way with words. When they write stories, they write in a very creative way. They know how to put words together to make something beautiful and creative. So, that's just another a little phrase we use to describe something who has someone who has a lot of creativity. When you are creative, sometimes you need inspiration. Something else that's beautiful or something else that happens in your life or something you read can be inspiration. It can help you have new ideas. You're not copying what you see. You're not copying what you read but you might listen to a song and you might get inspiration from the song to write a poem. So, you can if you are a creative person, you can get inspiration from a beautiful picture or from a walk in nature. You could get inspiration from walking in nature as well. And then a variation of that is to be inspired. When you say something is inspired, it means it's I would just say very cool and it's obvious the person was very creative when they made it. Whoever wrote this play 
was probably very inspired. Sometimes you read a book and you say the author was very inspired. Um the movie was an inspired movie which means energy and creativity came into that movie at some point. I'm not explaining this one well. You might want to look this one up uh, to get a better definition of it. And then of course, we have a source of inspiration. Uh going for a walk in nature can be a source of inspiration. A source is the place something comes from. Uh for me, a source of inspiration is simply going for a walk outside. Most of my English lesson ideas come while I'm going for a walk in nature. It's my source of inspiration. Some people have music as a source of inspiration. Some people um just need to have a conversation with other people and that might be their source of inspiration. But it certainly is something that lets them be creative because it gives them energy. It makes them uh think about things differently. I think there's a quote here. All dreams are within reach. All you have to do is keep moving towards them. And if I put this in English learner terms, uh English fluency is within reach. You just need to keep practicing your reading, writing, listening and speaking. There we go. Amuse. So, amuse is a person or thing that gives you inspiration. Um Sorry, I forget the name of this person. I should probably look it up. I believe she was French but this is Mick Jagger and this lady was his muse you could say at one point in his life. It was a person who maybe he was in love with. Maybe he was just fascinated by her but it inspired him to write music. So, a muse can be a person It can be a thing but it's something that gives you inspiration to create something. Art or music or something else. Um sorry, I can't remember her name. I apologize. Should I look it up quickly? No, we'll just move on. You guys can figure it out. Hey, we describe people sometimes as being right brain or left brain. When we describe someone as being right brain, we mean that they're they are very very creative. Um a lot of people who go into the arts we say are very right brain. They use the right side of their brain and that is supposedly the more creative side of the brain. The left side of the brain is supposedly more organized and logical and does more math. I think people who use both sides of their brain are probably really intelligent because they can be very logical and they could also be very creative but we would sometimes describe a creative person as being very right brain. You could say right brained as well but right brain would work. So, this is not the word novel as in a book. This is the word novel as in new. So, you can have a novel idea and I think the last time we saw this word was with the coronavirus, wasn't it? It was a novel virus. When something is novel, it means it's new. Um you could say, oh, he's very, very, he's a cool guy. He's always having novel ideas. That doesn't mean he's having ideas about books he wants to write. It means that the person is having new and unique ideas. Crowdfunding was a very novel idea. Um it's a it was a new idea. Let's get lots of people to help fund something. So, it was a novel idea. It was a new idea. It's just a different word for new. Inventive. So, when I think about inventive, someone who's inventive, it's someone who has cool new ideas but is able to design and make something with that idea. 
So, at market, people have tents or canopies and when it's windy, they blow away. But the guy beside us was very inventive. He made special weights that he can bolt his canopy to. I know it's a little complex description but I'm using inventive because he had an idea and he used that idea to make something. It doesn't have to be a physical object. You could say, you know, he's really inventive. He makes cool lessons but usually when I use inventive, it's an idea and a thing, you know. He is really inventive. He designed and made a new kind of chair. He's very inventive. He designed, he thought of a new way to make a bicycle. He created a new mousetrap. He's very inventive. So, the idea and the thing. Innovative is when you do the same but you create something really cool and new that a lot of people like. This is a little phone holder. Um I don't have my phone right now. Um I don't have one but I think this is very innovative. It's when someone looks at a problem and thinks of a very simple solution. Um you could say this is inventive as well um but innovative I think has wider appeal. You know, you can be inventive and make your own little things but when you do something innovative, it means a lot of other people want to do it as well. It has I I keep saying broader appeal. A lot of people see it and want to do it as well. So, a slight difference in my mind when I describe the two. Uh ingenuity. So, ingenuity is definitely related to the ability to not only do something new but to solve a problem when you do it. I should I should say ingenuity a few times, shouldn't I? Ingenuity. This was a shipping container. It was a large metal container that would go on ships and there are a lot of shipping containers in the world and some people have a lot of ingenuity. They know how to take a shipping container and turn it into a small house. So, that takes a lot of ingenuity. When you have ingenuity, It's being creative but also having a lot of skills to do something. In order to do this, you need to know how to cut through metal. You need to know how to install windows. You need to know how to work with wood. So, you're having a new idea and using a lot of skills to make it a reality. A lot of these things are interchangeable though. Like you could say he's very inventive. Uh she uh that was very innovative. This person has a lot of ingenuity. They basically all mean slightly different versions of creativity. Gifted. So, when we say someone is gifted, we generally mean they are very, very intelligent in a certain area and they usually have a lot of creativity with that intelligence. So, someone who is gifted in math probably also has a lot of creativity. It means they are really, really good at math. When the teacher or professor explains a math problem, they understand it right away. I was not gifted in math. <laughs> I could do math but at a certain point, it was very, very challenging for me. Um but I had a friend who was very gifted. He could look at a math problem and solve it in his head most of the time and I didn't even know where to start. So, gifted, extremely intelligent and creative. Prolific. Sometimes, creative people make a lot of things. So, a prolific writer would write a lot of stories and would write a lot of books. A prolific artist 
wouldn't just make one painting a year. They would make 12 or 20 paintings a year. When you are creative and when you are prolific, it means you create or make a lot of things. So, once again, a prolific author would just write a lot of books. A prolific artist or painter would simply make a lot of paintings. They would be very, very prolific. Sometimes you need to think outside the box. I haven't heard this phrase for a little while but it is a common English phrase. When you think outside the box, it means you try to think of a new way to do something. You try to think of a different way to do something. You have to be very creative. Um maybe you want to think of a faster way to do something. Maybe a more efficient way to do something. Maybe a cheaper way to do something. You want to think outside the box. If you always do something the same way, at some point you might want to think outside the box and think of a completely different way to do something. Always a good idea. You certainly when you use your imagination, you're trying to picture something in your head. So, we often will say to people when we want them to be creative, sometimes I'll say to students, I need you to create a drawing and I need you to label the drawing with different French words. I would do this in French class. By the way, you could do that in English as well. I would say, so picture something in your head and then try to draw it. When you picture something in your head, I usually close my eyes and then you try to see it in your mind. So, if I say, close your eyes and picture a cat in your head, you try to picture what a cat looks like. Um when you think of something new, sometimes you try to picture it in your head um and you try to think about it that way before you actually make it or do something with it. Someone who is very creative and can see the future a little bit, we would say is a visionary. People often say that Steve Jobs, the um person who started Apple, um when he was running the company at times, he was uh, he was a visionary or he was very visionary. So, as a visionary, he could kind of see that people would want smartphones. He could see that people wanted an iPod. So, he could kind of not predict the future but he could see what people might want in a year or two and then have people design it. So, A visionary is very creative in the sense that they can imagine what the future might look like. Sometimes we will describe someone as a creative genius. So, a genius is someone who's really, really smart. They have a really, really high IQ, we would say. There's someone who is just um way smarter than me. You would say they are a genius. When someone is really artistic, or really good at thinking of new ideas, someone who's really creative, we might say they're a creative genius. If you work with someone who's a creative genius and you're ever on a team where you need to do things, you want the creative genius on your team um because they will just help your team have really cool new ideas um but definitely creative geniuses are awesome. I wanted to talk a little bit about the word clever. So, when we say someone is creative, we also mean that they're kind of smart but we mean they're smart in the sense that they are very clever. So, this person is probably thinking of creative ways to move the chess piece. The person is probably very clever. 
So, I would say a person who is clever is really smart but also really creative in how they solve problems. Hopefully, that made sense. Sometimes, a creative person is a dreamer. When you describe someone as a dreamer, um it means that they are oftentimes not thinking about what's happening around them but they're kind of thinking about things in their head. I had a friend who was a really good computer programmer and he often was thinking about the next computer program he was going to write. He was a dreamer. He wasn't often aware. He sometimes forgot to eat lunch because he was thinking and dreaming so much about what he was going to make that he um forgot. So, creative people sometimes they're dreamers. When you need to be creative at work or at school, you might have to work with other people. You might be in a group or on a team and you might need to think of some new ideas. You might need to come up with new ideas for how to sell something or how to do a presentation and you might get together and brainstorm. When people brainstorm, It means they try to think of a lot of different ideas uh one after the other and then write them down. This is a great picture for this. I think these people are right are brainstorming right now. They are they have decided to brainstorm. They're writing each idea that someone thinks of on a little post-it note and putting it on the board. So, they're not just trying to think of one way to do something. They're trying to think of many ways to do something. And then they'll decide which one is the best. Sometimes at work, we will have a meeting and then I will be with people and we have to brainstorm new ways to do things at school. We have to think of a bunch of different ideas and then we give them to our boss and he decides which one is best but he just wants us to brainstorm. And you might also have a group of people that regularly gets together and brainstorms regularly creatively comes up with new ideas and we would call that a think tank. So, this is usually used by government. Often, the government will have a think tank and that's a group of people that will think about solutions, creative solutions for certain problems. Sometimes, you're looking for something to spark the imagination. So, a spark is a little Like if you need a flame, you need a spark to get a little flame. Uh when you light a match, there's a spark before there's a flame, a little flash of light. Um but you can also spark your imagination. Sometimes like I said, my source of inspiration is walking in nature. I might see something that will spark my imagination. I might see a bird and the bird chirps and that might spark my imagination to make an English lesson about the sounds animals make for instance. I don't think I've ever done that lesson. I don't think I will either. Maybe we will. Maybe next Friday, I'll do a lesson on animal sounds. I don't know. We'll see but uh that right now, talking about that has sparked my imagination. You can see I'm starting to imagine what a lesson like that would be about. So, some things will spark your imagination. That's always fun. So, We have what's called eureka or a eureka moment. So, that's a moment where you have a problem and you're trying to think of creative ways to solve the problem and then you think of a really good way to do it. We you might even say eureka 
Not a lot of people do that but you might call it a eureka moment. I think this comes from Euripides. I might have this wrong. I didn't look this up before the lesson. Uh let's look up source of eureka and I'll probably say the name. Uh comes from the ancient Greek word meaning I have found it. The first person to use it. Let's see. Who was the first person to say eureka? Um doesn't say. Oh, Archimedes. Oh, I think I got it wrong. That's okay. I don't this isn't a history lesson but you might say eureka or you might have a eureka moment when you think of a brand new idea or a way to do something. So, uh just a couple of un words to finish the lesson. Someone who isn't creative you might say is unimaginative. Uncreative is a word but I don't think I've ever heard it used. You would say he's really unimaginative. He doesn't think of new ideas very often. He's very unimaginative. Um and then we have the word unoriginal. So, when I was talking to you about students you know looking at a picture and then trying to draw the same thing, I would say that's very unoriginal. It's very unimaginative. It's not very creative. You're not showing a lot of creativity when you simply copy something else. It's just really unoriginal. Sometimes uh a musician will uh make a new song and it sounds a little bit like someone else's song and we would say it's very unoriginal. It's kind of it's very similar to Taylor Swift's last song. It's very unoriginal. So, unimaginative and unoriginal would be how we would describe someone who isn't creative, who doesn't have a lot of creativity. Again, I think it's correct to say the person is uncreative. It just doesn't sound normal to my ear. I don't think I've used the word uncreative. I would say he's really unoriginal. He's really unimaginative. So, that's how I would describe that person. Not to their face but because that would be kind of mean, wouldn't it? If you said that. Anyways. Hi, Bob the Canadian here. Thank you for listening to this English podcast lesson. If you would like to support me, in the work that I do as an online English teacher, please visit patreon.com slash bobthecanadian.